This is The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. In this podcast, you'll receive permission to ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. I have found a love for the power of words and can't wait to share it with you. As a confidence and mindset coach, I know you don't have to do or be anything more than you are right now to create the life you've always wanted. What words do you need today? Let's put them on. Hi everyone, Becky Jane Kemp here, and this is episode 15, How to Put on Love. And I just want to first express my gratitude to all of you that are listening and sharing this with friends, those that have left reviews. Thank you so much. You know, it's been the most amazing journey to learn and discover how to put on words. And then to find that my passion and purpose is to help others see how to do it too. And I just love this platform. I love putting on words. I love listening to podcasts myself. I love listening to good literature, putting on words that inspire me and help me. And you know, as I've thought about it, oftentimes I'm listening to something and I couldn't recall and tell you everything that I heard, but something sticks out to me. And I hear that next little piece that my story needs. And that's what I really believe the power of words is all about is as we become open to it and aware at how powerful the words are, we will become much more thoughtful of the words we're putting on. And that's what I like to talk about. So those of you that are following me at Becoming with Becky on Instagram and Facebook, thank you so much. For those that aren't, check out where I'm at on Facebook or Instagram. I share positive and uplifting messaging. And you can find me at becomingwithbecky.com. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. But I I just want to help those people that are looking to become unstuck because that's where I was at. And I I love that the power to change our stories is found within. We don't have to wait for the circumstances around us to change. And that's where I lived my life for so long. I was always waiting on the outside things to change, the things that I had no control of. I was waiting for the world to go according to Becky's plan. Well, I've discovered that no happiness is found there. The happiness is found learning to adjust to what is and live your fullest life despite the things that you don't have control of. One of the ways I've learned that from uh, many years of being a mother is understanding that the only person I can change is me and letting each of my kids go on their own journey. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't offer suggestions. It doesn't mean that I don't care But the way to create the life we've always wanted is an internal job, and it starts with us. So I want to talk to you a little bit about the concept of putting on love. Now, I don't want to talk about why we should put on love, because we all know all the whys. And remember, why is something that, oh, I need to be nicer to myself. I need to be nicer here. I'm not this. We don't want to do that. We want to start asking ourselves how. Do I put on love? Because how is an empowering word that engages our brain to look for positive and uplifting solutions. Just by changing that one word makes it feel different. Instead of saying, why do I put on love? When we say how, 
it creates some curiosity. At least it does for me. So I want to tell you what happened several years ago. I was at the time uh, going through something difficult with my husband with some um, a business transaction. My husband and I had been accused of some things that we didn't think we had done or felt that we had been wrongly accused. And at first I got into that concept of why do I have to put on love? You know, like why? Like I, this isn't fair. We didn't do anything. There must not be understanding our point of view, you know, all the reasons. And all that does is create more negativity. Remember, I've talked about negativity begets negativity. And there's a thing called a negative bias that research has backed up. And our brain, when we start seeing it one thing negative, it starts to look for another thing and another thing. And I had this awareness one day that to get over this situation was not going to change what this person thought of me. What was going to have to happen is I was going to have to change how I thought of them. Not the changing the circumstance, but just how I saw the situation. And this was a hard thing to, to swallow at times. Cause sometimes you think, Oh, if I have to change how I am, I might be giving in and letting them get away with something. But I realized that it was like a, a cancerous cell within me. And if I was miserable and feeling miserable, all it was going to do is grow and grow. And I didn't want that. And so I started to say, how do I move forward? And this idea came to me. There's a scripture found um, in Colossians 314. And it talks about putting on charity. And at the time I owned a positive t-shirt and apparel business becoming threats. And I was always looking for sayings or ideas to put on messaging. And so my business partner, Aaron, and I decided to change the words just a little bit from put on charity to put on love. Still with the the connotation of what do we put on every day and how do we do it? And we're going to consciously think about how do I put on love? I want you to ask yourself, how did you put on love today? Did you put on love? I'm going to give you some really simple ideas. For me, and I'm going to be talking about this through the month of February, it's the perfect time to consider putting on love and how to do it because we know it's Valentine's and we think about love. But this, again, is an internal job. This is a job that we start to work on our relationship with ourselves because we have to take care of ourselves first before we can offer love to others. Right? When you get on an airplane, one of the first things they tell you to do is to, if in case of an emergency, put the oxygen mask on you first so you can help the person next to you. And it's interesting that they have to remind us to do that because oftentimes we want to help everybody around us and then we forget to breathe. We forget to take care of ourselves. So when we put on love, we want to start looking at how do I put on love? Not how does my husband or my wife or how do my kids? Again, we can't change anyone around us. The only person we can change is ourselves. And we want to take our focus back to ourselves. So there's three ideas that I offer. And I'm going to talk about these through the month of February. Um, Three things that go with my concept of putting on love. If it's a good thought, do it. All good thoughts come from God. The second thing is working to not judge. 
the only person we can change is us and putting the focus back on us. And the third thing is showing up every day and asking, how can I be of service today? And I'm going to touch more on these, but I want to just stick with right now the concept of how do I put on love? You know, about a year ago, I decided to take back up clogging. I had clogged when I was a little girl a little bit. I'd done more tap dancing, actually. When I was in college, I took a clogging class. So I had a little bit of experience with it. And I had many, many years of dancing. So I wanted to start. And it finally worked with my schedule. And I'm a part of this clogging group. It's a bunch of women that I absolutely adore because we're all in the same place. Like we had this desire and we're just showing up every Thursday morning to work on clogging. And it's fun, but boy, do I need to practice. So when I first started, I showed up, I bought the shoes, I was ready to go, and I was excited. And the first week was a little overwhelming because it was so new, but I was like, this was fun. And I had a smile on my face for the whole time. I didn't do anything with it. I never practiced from that first time till the next Thursday. The next Thursday I went and it felt even harder. Like I couldn't remember anything. And then I started having all these thoughts like, well, I should know this. I was here last week. I should be better. And when we start saying things like that, when we start saying I should be, we are opening a manual for ourselves. So a manual, let me explain this. This is a coaching term that I help people see, but a manual is like a book of rules or expectations that how we think we should be able to show up in a certain relationship. So I started having this manual of how I thought I should be able to show up for clogging. I wanted to be able to show up every single week for the hour class. And then I wanted to go on my way and not practice. That's how, that was my manual that I had done. Like it should be easy. I should know how to remember. I used to dance. Um, I shouldn't be, you know, behind in the class, even though I started like in January and the class the rest of the girls had all started in September. So of course I'm going to be behind, but I had all these thoughts. And that again is the manual. And we want to just even start to realize that because so often you guys, we have expectations. We have expectations how we expect something to go. And when they don't happen, we start to build resentments. Unfulfilled expectations always build resentments. And again, that's that toxic, cancerous, feeling that can get within you that grows and it's that negativity. So about week three, I'm in my clogging class and I'm starting to realize like, wow, to really learn or do any of these things, I'm going to have to practice. And you know what? The thought came, maybe you should just quit. You don't want to practice. And I started entertaining those thoughts. But then I was like, no, I, I think I do want to try this. And one thing I've learned, and I teach this to my clients, is how to honor commitments, how to do things even when our brain tells us that we don't want to. Because ultimately, my desire was to, to dance and to clog and to have fun with this. But I was forgetting the fun and the essence of it. And I was like, oh, this is work. And I was focused on the negative. 
And so I had to decide how to fit a little bit of practicing in my schedule. And that's how putting on love is. Oftentimes we hear it, we hear these ideas on a podcast and we get excited like, yes, I'm going to do that. And we try it one time and nothing happens or the change isn't just immediate and easy. And it's easy to become frustrated. Our brain wants to tell us, oh, it's too hard to change. Just go back and do what you're doing. Well, you know, one of my favorite um, definitions is about the definition of insanity. Do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. I, If I just kept showing up week after week, not practicing, not putting any more effort in, I would never have progressed. I knew that. And so I had to decide how to learn to practice. The more I practiced clogging, the easier it got. In December of this last year, I did my first clogging performance where we performed on stage. And all of a sudden, I look back and go, when did I learn these two dances that I performed? And it was one week at a time with practices in between. And every single time they'd show me another eight or 16 counts to dancing. And it would feel so hard. And I think I can never get this. And then I'd be like, yes, I'm going to practice. I'm going to put in the work. That is what we need to do when we learn to put on love. When we learn to gain self-confidence and understand our worth is unlimited just as we are. I've shared with you a story before, but I'm writing a book, The Word Effect, How to Create Your Most Beautiful Life. And I have seven power words. And one of the words is acceptance. And this to me is one of the most powerful words of all, because it's learning to accept where we are. And then knowing that we have the power within us to move forward. And we move forward at our own pace, one step at a time. And that's what I help coach people on, is to notice their thoughts and the words they're putting on and to realize that the words they put on create how they feel and how they feel generates the actions they're taking and then ultimately gives them the results. So acceptance is a feeling that we all want to learn to put on. Unconditional love is another one. There was a time when I was introduced to the power of words where I was told, why don't you put these words in your story? I accept myself unconditionally right now. So I had to write the words down. I couldn't remember those words. I was full of depression and anxiety at the time. I was about 39 years old. This was a big turning point in my story to see how powerful words were. I remember writing these words down and thinking, I'm going to put them on my bathroom mirror so I can see them every morning and night, because at least I'll see them when I'm brushing my teeth. And there was a power that started to unfold where I would say those words in my head as I was brushing my teeth. And I would be looking at myself saying, I accept myself unconditionally right now. Now, the first time I did it or the first two or three times or the first week, I didn't notice any changes. And that's what happens oftentimes is then my brain goes, whoop, this isn't working, move along. But as we learn how to honor our commitments, we keep showing up and practicing. 
And I invite you to start to practice. How do you want to put on love? Over time, my life transformed, and I still use those words today. I accept myself unconditionally right now. I say those words often to myself, and it reminds me I'm just where I'm at in this day right here. So that's one tip I want to offer you. Write those words down. I accept myself unconditionally right now. Put them in your life. Even put them on a three by five card and put them on your mirror. Put them in your phone. Put them by your journal. Put them if you read um, literature of some kind, scriptures or good books. Put them as your bookmark and start to read those words, even if you don't believe them yet, and see what happens. Another phrase that I really like that I'm going to offer that you could practice putting on is I do, I have, I am enough. And I learned this while working with the 12-step recovery program. And so often I fell into this trap, like if only this was happening, then I would be happy. Or if I had this, then I would be content. And I, again, was always looking to the outside circumstance to create what I thought was going to be, bring me happiness or be enough for me. So oftentimes when I hear myself getting into that rev and I start to notice like, oh, here I go again. It's that negative thought again. 80% of our thoughts that we put on every day are negative. 95% of them are the ones that we've had the day before. So a lot of times we can't always control our first thought, but we can control the thoughts after that. And I love to start saying when I start feeling, oh, the ingratitude come up or oh, I want this. It's like, wait a minute. I do. I have. I am enough. This is another phrase that you can practice putting on. These phrases that I'm offering to you will help you learn how to put on love. The last phrase I want to give to you is one that I give as a free download on my website at becomingwithbecky.com. And if you go there and just click on the free print, you'll get an option to download it. And then you can print it and put it somewhere in your lives. And the words are, gratitude helps me fall in love with the life I already have. Wow, I love this. When I tell myself those words, and I actually have that I've put it in a eight by 10 frame and I have it in my office so I can see it every day. It helps me remember another way to put on love for how I can is to remember to fall in love with the life I already have is noticing the things that I appreciate today. It gets me right back in today. I was coming home this morning and it started to snow. I don't really love snow. And my first thought was like, great. I don't want the snow. The roads get messy. It gets extra cold. And then I realized, wait a minute. Let's be grateful. And so when I think about gratitude, a lot of times, and when I start going into that negative spin, I stop right then and I can name three things I'm grateful for. So I thought, oh. I'm grateful that I only have one more errand to run before I get home. I needed to stop at the bank and then I was heading home. So it could snow and snow and snow and I didn't have to leave till much later tonight. 
So that was the first thing I was grateful for. The second thing was I'm grateful that the snowflakes are big and they're white and they were really pretty. You know, that kind of snow, those of you that are familiar with snow, there's really pretty snow and sometimes it's just kind of like sleety snow. It was beautiful snow. That was the second thing I was grateful for. The third thing, when I was pulling into my driveway, I was grateful that I could open my garage door and pull in to a parking stall that's covered and that I wouldn't have to scrape my my uh, window later on. Those were simple things, but it just the little thing helped me put on love for what was for the day, that today was going to be a snowy day. I can't change the snow, but I can change how I look at things. So I invite you to just start practicing the idea of putting on love. Remember, it's going to seem easy at first or you'll be excited, but as you go along, you'll forget, you'll need to practice. Practice makes progress, you guys. Not perfection. Practice makes progress. And that's what the power of words can do for you, is it can get your story moving forward with progress. Practice putting on these thoughts, one of them or all three of them, whatever you decide. I accept myself unconditionally right now. I do, I have, I am enough. Our gratitude helps me fall in love with the life I already have. Try these, see what happens, and go out and discover how you too can put on love and how you can create the life you've always wanted with the power of words, how you can ditch willpower and learn how to put the power of words back to life in your story. It's happened with me, and I know it can happen with you too. Until next time, guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. Please subscribe to the show, share with your friends, and leave a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We spend a lot of time deciding what to put on physically. The Word Effect podcast is here to remind us how to take the time to put on those words that matter for our insides. Are you ready for more word power? Go to becomingwithbecky.com and sign up for my Words Matter Weekly and receive a free digital word print. You can also sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call to explore what you are ready to begin and who you want to become. It is your time to create the life you have always desired. Join me as we ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. What words will you put on today?